Hello everyone and welcome, hopefully welcome back, but if you are joining us for the first time, welcome to the Ace Space podcast where today we have an unscripted special, two brilliant friends in volleyball, so who better to discuss it than my brilliant friends in volleyball, Matt Rogers and Key Michael, uh, Key, heads or tails? No, no, can we do can we do rock, paper, scissors this time? Ooh, good idea. Okay, yeah, all right. So we've got to close our eyes because there will be a bit of a delay and then Dave can announce who wins. Okay, so close so, your eyes. So I want you to go one, two, three, but open on three, okay? So yep. one, two, three. Matt's gone scissors, key's gone scissors. Second round. One, two, three. Scissors, scissors again. It's t- <laughs> must be the right, middle block. I've got to get in your head now, okay. I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> okay. I know what you're gonna do. One, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Matt goes rock, Key goes scissors, Matt's the champion, he's celebrating in style. Oh no. Matt, would you oh, like must, to go? It must feel good to do some commentary, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did some commentary a couple of weeks ago for a television show in the UK, and it was a comedian called Simon Brodkin rowing across his kitchen in a laundry basket, and that is about as close as I've got to live sport recently. Um, how are you, Matt? You're in a Manchester United t-shirt, that makes me very happy. Yeah, really good. Really good. Excited for this one because I'm not saying you're not my closest friends in volleyball, but <laughs> these two girls, if I was to say players who have instantly um, connected with me, mm-hmm. I would say these. And and very quick story. Basically, at Euro- the European Championships, we gave a GoPro camera to the Serbian team and we said, can you just give it to a couple of players and film a bit? And it ended up being Tiana. And we basically then stayed in contact for the whole tournament. She took the camera, did various bits with it. Um, and Branky was our roommate, so Branky just ended up being involved. And there was one, I have this vivid memory of doing an Instagram story from the side of the court during the warm-up. And Branky, this is the hitting, sorry, no, the serving warm-up in one of the pool matches. And Branky came over and just leant on the courtside board and said, so how are you doing, Matt? In the <laughs> middle of a serving warm-up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, just completely... Um, yeah, adopted me, it felt like, to a certain extent. And we had a bit of a laugh, and we've stayed in contact since. Oh, amazing. Well, of course, as part of these podcasts, we are going to listen to the full unscripted, but that video diary features in the video. So if you've not watched it, then head over, and you can hear them talk about those uh, those video diaries that they made. And they, they had lots of fun doing that. And they seem like they have lots of fun as a peer. But enough about that later. Key Michael, how are you? Um doing so well i'm doing less well now that i lost that match of rock paper scissors <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'll, the I'll competitor in you i'll get over the it. competitor in you is alive uh do either oh, of I'm, you i'm gonna get in your head i think it was and then you went scissors uh, yeah <laughs> i know I had to play a little bit of a mind game with you, but I guess it didn't work. And she says there's no net talk, Dave. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Definitely net talk. No trash talk through the net, but uh, you bring in rock, paper, scissors, and (laughs) hoo-wee. Wait wait till we do this in person and we do the coin toss. She'll be after my my coins. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to win money off me. Um, Have you got anything to report, guys? Didn't you interview a coach this week, Key, for the first time? How was that? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't interview him this week. I oh, just, just posted delayed the on the editing. Week. Yeah, oh, but um, a bit like our podcasts. Yeah. Well, I have <laughs> Can you two this... stop giving away the trade secrets? I know yeah. people are going to know what, what what day it is now. Well, I've been doing these interviews with players. I did it all season, and I had sort of racked up a couple of, let's say, I had a couple in the bag that I hadn't edited yet, and it was right around the time that quarantine started, and then I just had. I'd, 
I had nothing. I, I can't. I can't really interview people now except through Skype, which I should probably do. But um, yeah. So I got a. I got an interview with the coach. Or Zoom, maybe. I know. I idea. should. Do you know what it is? I'm. I'm. I'm a little bit snobby about. Um, video quality I feel as though I want all of my videos to look pristine I want them to look like they were shot not by a professional but at least you know a step up from what we're doing here well, the, than Zoom well, <laughs> con consider me offended no yeah you I mean Dave's be. just done 29 unscripted just, just spent the last few months of my life acting as a conduit between some of the world's best players and the fans who adore them I know. and you have just dismissed my art entirely it's like a <laughs> and actually, dagger as, to my heart as you say that you're you're 100 percent right it is not about the it's not about the the method it's about what you say and the people you get on and the the value they can bring to the people so i should just suck it up and do it but <laughs> can we uh, pick your first guest yeah yeah sure for, for a zoom interview yeah who do you reckon, Dave? Who should we go for? Well, how about... I've got a good one. Go on. No, you do, you do yours. Go, you. Well, I was I was thinking um, we should get her to have another guess at Mystery Man. Oh, yeah. But who if she gets it right, first? we could we could set her up with a with a little interview. Oh, we if could she gets it, it could be like a prize for getting it right. It yeah, sounds like a can't... blind date, you guys. <laughs> Why are you setting me up with a Mystery yeah. Man? <laughs> It can't be a date, I'm afraid. He's ma he's married. Oh, another, stop! Clue. Stop free giving clues. Clue. Thank God, you. You'd be, you'd be a terrible police officer. One point for me. Just trying so to the, trying to do the questioning over the table and just giving the game away. <laughs> God. Um, so so we learned this week, Key, that he's he's only played for two clubs, which is quite rare in volleyball. So that must help a little bit. He's only played for two clubs. Um. All right. So should I make a guess? You want to make a guess? I'm. I'm. I, I, I'm hiding my eyes in case you get it right. I. I. Here's the thing. Like the the likelihood of me getting it right based on any of these clues is slim to none because I'm. <laughs> just throwing out names of volleyball players. Is it? Let's see if I pronounce this right. Da, 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 da. Is it? Wait, hang on. I. I have a <laughs> somewhere so I don't mess it up. Big build up. Is it? Ooh. Bartosz Kurek. We, we can, can neither confirm, confirm nor, nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> but solid guess. I mean, was he's it? a volleyball player. I, I believe he has size 14 feet. He's right-handed. Calm down, children. <laughs> we will pick this up afterwards because what we're going to do now is listen to the unscripted with Tiana and Branki. Now, right, so... Before we start the unscripted, I'll speak to the guys for a couple of minutes just to clear up a few things. And I asked Branchi, Branchi, what she prefers to be called. And she says, call me Branchi. I like Branchi. All my teammates call me Branchi, but I like Branchi. Oh. So if you're wondering why I'm calling her Branchi when Tiana's calling her Branchi, that's the reason. And I'm so glad we get to have this conversation now so everybody's going to know that and they're not just going to think that I'm an idiot who doesn't know what one of the world's best volleyball players is called. Because you right? know I would have uh, pointed that out as pronunciator-in-chief. Well... <laughs> It, the pronunciator in chief needs to say branchy because those words came out of her mouth. Um, so, are, are you that, sure there wasn't just a crackle in the internet at that moment? I asked her to say it three times. <laughs> <laughs> 
And after about 10 minutes, when Tiana kept saying Branky, even I started to doubt myself. And I was like, no, no, no. I have nailed my colours to this mast. And I am gonna, <laughs> I'm going to stick to it. But um, two fantastic players and brilliant friends. And I absolutely loved experiencing that friendship firsthand. So as always, stick with us afterwards. Myself, Key and Matt will have a chat about the two of them. But for the time being, enjoy The Unscripted with Tiana and Branchi. Branchi. Great. <laughs> Mihailovic and Milesevic. Side by side on court, they're formidable. World champions, European champions and Olympic medalists. Branchi and Tiana. Side by side off the court, they're just as formidable. They've become incredible friends with amazing stories. So I called them to check in, take a trip down memory lane and see how they're passing the time. Brancy, Tiana, hello, can you hear me? So we can hear you. Excellent news. Well, I think I might be in a little bit of trouble today because um, when you two are together, you are usually, well, troublemakers. Would you say that's fair? <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you? Uh, right, well, no sorry I'm... for you today. Oh, don't feel sorry for me. So we'll start with you, Brancy. Are you doing okay? Yes, I'm trying actually. You know, it's been it's been a while now. Already four <laughs> weeks that we are in this situation, and for us it's not easy because we are not used to this. I'd say not doing too much of volleyball, too much of sport, but you know. Maybe sometimes it's it's good to take some rest and try to to think about other things and try to find yourself in some other. And Tiana, I mean, where in the world are you now? Because you were stuck in a in a hotel for a little while, weren't you? Yeah, I had interesting couple of days. I mean, weeks. Uh, I was in Indonesia this season, and suddenly they stopped it, and then uh, our country was also locked down so there was no way for me to come back and I was there in hotel for more than two weeks and then finally we found a solution to come back and then we came back and in Serbia it's like if you come you have to be 28 days in isolation 28 days so yeah I'm here uh, countryside in my village so yeah I'm enjoying nature a little bit now. Is you still in Istanbul are you Brasi? Yes, I'm still in Istanbul. We are waiting for the news, you know, to see if the season continues or they will finish it. But uh, I think there is a big chance that maybe soon I will go back home. Uh, let's say like that. And yes. Oh, sorry, <laughs> bit, a bit of a delay. I'm, I'm, I'm just really pleased to talk to you both at the same time because obviously you played uh, together so much for the Serbian national team, but you guys were roommates. Yeah, we are roommates for from the time she came in national team. Actually, she made oh. me some troubles, and then yeah. So you had to take her under <laughs> your wing, did you? Yeah, but before she came in national team, we were playing together in Volero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Zurich, and from then there we met. Yeah, 2010, oh, and now. Yes, yeah, it's a bit and long after that, she joined national team. So whose idea was it to be roommates for national team then? Or did it just kind of make sense because you were playing together? You know, yeah, you know how it goes. I tell, tell. 
<laughs> Sorry, but let's go with Francie. I need to start addressing no, no, questions too. Okay, okay, okay. You want to listen again? Okay, I want to listen. Tiana, go. Tiana, tell us, and then Francie, you get the right to reply. We knew that she will come, you know, one day to join us. Mm-hmm. And these days we had some free days, you know, we didn't have practice and everything. So normally we had to be in Belgrade, but, you know, you always try to escape. <laughs> and then I went to my hometown. It's like three hours far from Belgrade. And of course, you don't say coach about these things. And then in, the, in this period, she came and then, okay, uh, what happened? Coach asked her, with who do you want to be in a room? And she said, with Tiana. And he was like, okay, let's go. And they went on the lobby. And then he was asking for, from the people, you know, uh, which room is Tiana? You know, what's her number? And they were like, there is no Tiana here. She's like, how, you know, that's not possible. She should be here, you know, even though we don't have practice. She has, she has to be here, you know. And then she, he figured and out me? that I went home. And yeah. me? Where is, yeah. where is she? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and yeah, then the story me. after that, she told me, and she was like, are you crazy? What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> I just came. I don't know. The rules, I don't know anything. It was, it was funny. And did you Sorry. get in trouble for that? Or? Of course, she gets in the trouble. <laughs> so yeah, I get in trouble. But okay, in the end, our relation was better, yeah. <laughs> I think you just muted your microphone a second there, uh, Tiana. We'll wait for you to get back. Where's she gone? Tiana, village side. You should understand. <laughs> What's brilliant about this is it's frozen on an amazing face that I'm going to have to put on Instagram for everybody to see. She's just like... <laughs> what, where, is, where is she? Oh, I don't know. She'll be back in a minute. It sounds like you what guys, you... though, have got like, like an amazing relationship. Sounds like you're really close friends. Yes, we are close. We are, uh, she's one of my best friends, for sure, definitely. And because... there is so much history between us, you know. And we are just... Difficult time when we were even younger and you know, staying in national team, staying in one room all the time, you know, even in that period, it was not boring for us, really. And I'm so happy to have her in my life, really. Oh, that's amazing. Do you think the fact that you all get on so well? Because um, I remember like the video diaries that you guys did. Uh, oh, she's back. I'm so sorry. No, because... no, don't apologize. Uh, Branchi was just saying how much she loves you and she's glad that she's a part of your life. Would you say that? But now <laughs> she's back, so I cannot oh, say yeah. any, any nice and kind things anymore. <coughs> I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think... Um... Oh, go on. Sorry, police is calling you know, to check you. They are tracking your phone and then they, they want to... Yeah, every, every day, two or three times, they're calling you to see if you're on your address where you apply, where you're going to spend, you know, these 28 days. So they are oh. tracking you and they want to see. So that's why I have to answer. Sorry. No way. No, no, that's, so is that what happened then? The police called you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So um, the thing is though, if they call you and they're like, where are you? Could you not just tell them you're at home, but, but really you're somewhere else? I wouldn't encourage that by the way, but do they sort of knock they, on your they, door? They track your phone, you know, mobile phone, they track and also there are people who have you know this kind from the phone that stays in home you know yeah i don't yeah. know what's the name Ranky. uh fix me <laughs> uh, tiana what are you really look, looking forward to when life gets back to normal i don't know 
Um, seeing me, seeing me. Yes, there it is. <laughs> Say it. Good one. No, but it's the tr it's true. Normally, I really like nature, and every time when I have free time, I'm running out, you know, of Belgrade and big cities and trying to to enjoy the nature. So now I have this chance. But after this, yeah, a little bit of Belgrade and seeing Branky and all our friends, you know, I really miss them. No. Nightlife, nightlife. <laughs> so, <laughs> so nightlife, Francie, is that what you're looking forward to? Getting back to the club? Uh, actually, no, I think we are getting a little bit older and now we don't do so much clubbing, actually. It's like a typical Serbian uh, restaurant. We would call it Kafana and we have some place that we like everybody to go and it's usually it's in open, you know, outside. Mm -hmm. So with the Serbian live music and this is the place where we like to stay. So what's the Serbian music that I should add to my playlist then? Oh. <laughs> ask Branki, ask Branki. She, she's the DJ before we go anywhere. Uh, I will okay. send you, well, we send you the playlist when we go to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, please do. Serbian music sounds like it'd be right up my street. Uh, right, so... Have you ever been in Serbia? Sorry. Uh, yes, I went to, um, oh, please tell me I've got this right, Nov Novi Sad, is that Serbia? Yeah, it's good. So I went, to, <laughs> I went to do a Champions League game in Novi Sad and it was great. Just, uh, I was only there for just over a day, but when I wasn't at the game, I uh, just spent the whole time walking around and, and sort of experiencing the city. So didn't go to like, didn't go to restaurants or clubs, but just tried to cover as much as I yeah. could to just to see it and experience it. Um, and I've got a friend in London who's Serbian actually, and he's like, mate, I'll take you to the motherland. You've got to, you've got to come here with me. So, uh, where are the, where are the hotspots? Where are the hotspots I should tick off then? Where are the places I should visit in Serbia? I Diana, tell him. It was one, one actually, fun, funny story. 2018, yeah. because I mean, I'm not, uh, She's not from Belgrade, I, I'm not from Belgrade. Mm -hmm. It's a big city actually, I'm from Bosnia, it doesn't matter. And I get injured, I had a surgery in 2018, my knee. And so during this time I couldn't practice with the team, you know, I had my special treatment. And mm -hmm. so I could, you know, visit some more places and to see some new restaurants. <laughs> and in the city of the center, I said to her, you know, Tiana, in this street, in this street, you have this, you have this, you have She's like, how is this possible? In two months and you know everything. This surgery for you was the best idea. Like she was joking all the time and she was like calling to me. It, uh, do you know? I, go. Go, go. Yeah, like it was it was crazy. I was like, you know, where I was like wondering where could I find this? She was like, hey, you know, this is the street and she sent me the name. I was like, you never you know, in, in the history, she was like, you know, some monument, there was like our uh point for um, uh, a meeting point. Yeah, meeting point or something, yeah. And then I was like, she was like, this street or this street? And I was like, Frankie, come on, where is that? And she was like, ha, ha, ha. She knew everything. I would, uh, you know, suggest you to come to my city, you know, on the west part of Serbia, you know, there is mountains, rivers, lakes, more Hello. nature where you can enjoy. Not Belgrade. Belgrade it's nice for nightlife, but depends what kind of the person you are. Is there anywhere in Serbia where you can ski? Yeah, next to my city. It's like ah, okay. Kopaonik or <laughs> Tornik. 
many places. Amazing. All right, I've, I'll come there to ski then. We've got a deal. <laughs> uh, so, right, I've been spending this time inside and I've been thinking about like like happy memories and things that make me happy and a lot of those have come through sport so i wanted to show you guys a video and um while it plays i just want you to talk about it and tell me your memories of it and how it makes you feel <laughs> no, this was my set my set tiana of course to yeah. you I only pass your sets, you know, from the center, it's like very hard. <laughs> no, uh, it was crazy. So, when the tournament started in 2017, were you expecting to win the gold medal? No, not at all. No. I just, my first, uh, what I think the first was like, because 2017 we had uh, some injury, you know. Mm -hmm. Like really not in a good physical state, you know, like a condition. Yeah, we had like three, four players. Just like every three, three days, they they would get injured, in ankles, pain, knees, everything. So we we went there also a little bit maybe unprepared, but it was amazing because also in the first in the group group game we lost I think one set and in total tournament two set or one set I don't remember so. We didn't expect, but we just try, you know, to to reach the goal. So sometimes, sometimes turns to be good, but you know, you have actually you have to to work very hard, you know, because not every time this this you will be lucky enough to be a champion, you know. Like and like she said, I remember the coach's fitness coach. He was so afraid, you know, like ah, you are not in good, you know, physical condition. We have problems. How it gonna look? La la la, they were like, yes, we were relaxed, you know, when the time comes, you know, we'll be ready. We were like more relaxed than they are because, you know, coaches, they can see from the side that it's not our best form. They know us really well. Mm -hmm. But at the end, like Branky say, like, I think it was game by game. We were like playing yes. better, better, better. And then, yeah. And Francie, what's that moment like when the ball hits the floor and it's match point? and you know you're the champion of whatever tournament it is. Let's use that one, the European Championship. That moment there, I, I love watching that, whether I'm working as a commentator or I'm there as a fan, mm. when like the, the person who hits the winning shot, like their teammates crowd around them, then the bench empties, then the coach dives on the floor. But from the playing perspective, I, I want to hear from both of you with this. What is that special moment like to experience? Actually, don't 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 get me wrong. Of course, 2017 we became for the second time European Championship. Mm -hmm. But my feelings and uh, that connects me more. It was like, for example, Olympic Games, especially this semi-final game, also in Japan World mm -hmm. Championship, and uh, and also last year uh, European Championship in Turkey. It was amazing. But let's say Olympic Games semi-final against USA. This was. Like the the team, everybody were crazy. You you cannot imagine that. You cannot imagine this feeling in the in the locker room after in the bus on the way to the, our rooms. It was I don't there know. Was, like there was there was a, a, one point against the against United States in fifth set. We were always speaking about that. There was like I think thirteen twelve or twelve 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 or something. It was end of the fifth set. And then 
uh, the setter, she said pipe. And uh, our middle blocker, blocker, she went to position four to block. And I, I was on a slide and there was no block for pipe. And Branky, she was back and she was always saying, you know, I see her, you know, with, without block, but I can't be sound like this. Hit me, hit me. And then she made a mistake. Yeah, she, she spiked in the net. And like, yeah, this is, the, this is the moment, you know, that you cannot, you know, forget. And what, like, makes you, you know, turn the game in your favor, you know, go in after this. So yeah, this for you as well then, Tiana, that is the one match above all matches that really sticks with you. Yeah, for me, for me, yeah, it was like, First Olympic Games also, it, it's really special feeling. For me, uh, special competition in you know, Olympic Games are different than any other mm -hmm. because of the way, you know, everybody are on the same place, same conditions, every second day you're playing game and so on and so on. Not so many chances for you, you know, to, to, to get a good place. And it was really special. Also first medal in history for us for our national team from the Olympic Games and everything, yeah. For me, this was the this was the you know game to remember. <laughs> yeah, the the two of you have been a part of of many historical moments for the national team, and that's uh, hopefully something that'll that'll live with you forever. I also find it fascinating that you have played tens of thousands of points over your careers, whether it's like club teams, European teams, national teams, whatever, but you still remember every now and then like one individual point that really no. stands out, like you described that no. one there. This, this, is, this is actually a good point of view and it stacks in your head. Also, a few days ago I sent uh, to, to Tisha some Instagram photo, it was photo or video, I don't remember anyone I said. I, I remember exactly the, the, the set, the point against who we played, and it's amazing, you know, and as you said, it's not like about me personally scoring, making points, it's like in that moment, what we did for the team, you know, everybody are like playing for each other, it's, I mean, it should be like this, but sometimes, of course, it's not always possible, but I don't know, the, it was the same idea of every player, you know, that's why I think we are also successful in the last i don't know five five years five six years we are making really good results so this is true we have really good we have a really good you know connection and really good atmosphere in the national team it was like a really good group of people and that what she said makes us made us um stronger know, let's say. in this last yeah well i want is this you know it's this small difference that makes you you know from makes difference other teams and your team you know like sometimes you know it's like about this much you win or you lose and you know this helps us a lot well I wanted to talk to you about the the team ethic actually because uh, again I've been digging around on uh, on YouTube and I saw this uh, <laughs> this old video diary that that you guys made and you can just tell that it's a really close-knit team so what was going on here Oh my God! Yeah, I, I forgot about this. <laughs> they gave us, you know, this camera to to film like our team one day, and I had this. Oh my God! I had this. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about this totally. Oh my God! This was in Azerbaijan. Yeah, it's Azerbaijan. You You know, actually, the fun part is also Tian and me personally. We don't like that much. You know. 
like say so so this putting everything on social media and giving so much interviews or video like this she That's was doing true. these kind of things it's true but you know in the end we somehow managed to look good you know actually i'm trying every time to not be part of it i don't know why because it's just not my my way also she doesn't like but this one looks very good yeah i remember this when we were jumping on a bed <laughs> i forget about it tell you what that hotel looked nice though crikey they oh, this was the best hotel <laughs> that was in, but, um... you know what what's the funny thing always always Branky and me, our room is at the end of the hall. We have to walk 15 meters to get, you know, it's the eighth floor, it's end of the hall. It's eighth floor, it's end of the hall. And it's like, I'm like, no, again, we have to walk with this suitcase and pushing and everything. Japanese room was the best in World Championship. Crazy. It was, it was the smallest room ever. You cannot imagine. We put our suitcase out of there. There is no place for the suitcase. What? It's not possible. World Championship. Goodness yeah. me. Oh, amazing. So and the, why not? So it's not, always, uh, it's not always glitz and glamour then, but we just so happen to, to see the one where you're in the penthouse. Um, well, let's talk about that World Championship then. Because, uh, Tiana, am I correct in thinking, um, uh, have you called it a day with the national team now? Um, I didn't call, you know, officially, like to say, hey, I'm done. Mm -hmm. But last year, at the end of the season, I played in Italy mm -hmm. from January till end of the season. <coughs> I called Terza, our coach, and yeah, we were speaking about everything. And I told him that I need some personal time, you know, like some time from myself, for myself and, you know, for my private life and everything. And he said, okay, you know, we made the deal to not say like, hey, it's over. Maybe, you know... Uh, let's see how I'm going to feel, you know, during this season and everything. So, yeah, it was kind of open, but at the end, you know, I think, I think I, I'm finished with national team normally, but yeah, he understood, you know, everything. And at the other hand, our national team has so many outside hitters, good ones who, who can, you know, play with Branky and, and I didn't, you know, leave the team like without, and it no chance but how to say without without options you know so mm -hmm. it was good for me good time for me to step out there is so many other players you know who can who are who were playing actually also in the world championship and the other competitions so yeah and you know you've i suppose when you look at a list of achievements olympic medal world championships multiple european goals that that's not a bad legacy to leave um Brancy, what about the olympics then surely that's something that that you'll have on your radar i mean i'm not writing off tiana thinking actually i might have one more go at it in 2021 um, but but Brancy, what do you think uh, of the olympics moving now do you think that's going to play to your strengths are you are you really excited about about tokyo sort of where are you at with it i mean i, I was prepared of course like um all of us to play Olympic Games in August or no, but mm -hmm. sometimes in the life we see that you cannot plan everything because some things happen that you don't expect. So I'm not, I'm okay with this. And like, there is nothing to do. I think it's the best, uh, best possible thing to do to just move it. 
because in, now in this uh, situation, sport is definitely not in the first place. We have to take care about our health also for other people, you know, especially other people who can get sick easily, you know, so it's like this, just accepting some things. Also, for sure, it will be a problem because next year we, we have European Championships, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I don't know how they will manage it, everything to put just in one year, year in few in few months, you know, it will be for sure difficult for the players to prepare for both competition, you know, so just uh, it's still far away, so mm -hmm. thinking positive, you know, and let's see. Could Serbia medal again in Tokyo? Uh, you know, what a question, uh, come on. I team up, you knock them out of the park. Can they do one it? One story, because in 2006, first medal for Serbia was in Japan, also World Championship, yeah. bronze, bronze medal, right? Yeah. And after that, after that, 2018, we became champions in Japan, World Championship. So we now like to say that Japan is actually uh, lucky, lucky place for us. and. Every time we go there, we make something. So this is the idea of us, and definitely, you know, we actually it's not a, it's not a, it's not a secret that we want to achieve everything. Like becoming European world and Olympic champion would be for sure for all of us big uh, big success and achievement. Quite right, quite right. Okay, um, shall we play a game? Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Uh, Right then, this is called this is called Mrs. and Mrs. So I'm going to ask. Yeah, I know, I know. So Branchi, if you and, and Tiana, if you think it's you, just point at yourself. But if okay. you think it's the other person, like point uh, yeah, okay, uh, okay. up or down. Okay, um, let's play. <laughs> let's play Mrs. and Mrs. So going back to the old nightclub days, who's the best dancer? Brankita's <laughs> <laughs> oh, sister, Brankita's sister is the best. She has the dancing, yes, you know. True, true, true. Okay. But you have to say that I'm always the first one who brings the team go up, right? That's true. So, <laughs> that's why I said me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yeah. Just, just point Petra, out. my sister then. Okay. Okay. Uh, who is? Who's got the best fashion? Besser. Okay. Who eats the most? Both, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think both. That's true. Okay. But like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will be honest. Who loves being on camera the most? Ooh. No. Why are you saying that? You cannot imagine this. We are in the room and I'm sitting alone all day and she's doing this. She takes the camera and I say, what are you doing? I'm just checking my stuff and for like one hour, two hours, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was before, be honest. It was like five years ago when ah, we were young, wild and free. <laughs> uh, who is the loudest? Oh. Mm. Both. Cannot say it. Why you're saying me? I you give have you the to reason. Choose. I don't know why I'm saying you, but I don't know. 
What you will say? You say, I don't no, know. No, I can say, okay, I'm from the mountain. So we say people That's from the mountain like to scream <laughs> and talk loud. So let's say me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, who's the best singer? Oh, b b Branki. Me? Branki. She's she's best? DJ. She likes to sing. Ah, uh -huh, okay. Yes. But, I mean, I'm bad, but I like. Great. If you okay, then me. Uh, who's Let's got do. the most? Who's, who is the best driver? <laughs> me for sure because he's driving. Car, bicycle. Me, me, Car. me, me. Me because she's crazy driver. You know, <laughs> it's like this. You know, like we are sometimes no. I go in the car with her and then the, the car is in front of us and I say, can you stop like half one meter distance between <laughs> two cars? And she's like, no, no, I still, I still have space and the, this stuff to be, 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 be. I'm like, Tiana, come on, yeah, please. <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay, fine, yeah, no true. problem, no problem. And but she keeps but I never hit the car. Yeah. Never, never do that's something. <laughs> that's why I say me better. Oh, okay. this is a brilliant game. I'm so glad we played this game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is so cool. I'm so glad we're getting to have this chat, guys. It's so lovely to like experience your friendship firsthand. And, and one of the things that I find amazing about the pair of you is the fact that like you have seen the world through volleyball so as you said Tiana you've just got back from <laughs> Indonesia and you know you've you've won the championship out in Brazil Branchi um we'll, we'll start with you actually Branchi do you, do you think it's important <laughs> are you okay the thing is you keep coughing so I'm really worried that you've actually got coronavirus so can you just like <laughs> no, no, no. But... It, it's cold outside it was snowing uh, yesterday oh, here is it? And yeah, it's like oh, that's why I'm coughing. It's okay. I'm good. It's me. This is uh, this is her. Uh, this is sign from her to say, come on, finish this. Okay. Fin finish this. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll get it over with. But I've got a hat and scarf you can borrow in the meantime. Oh, so thank you. Um, no, do, but do you think it's important for for young players if they get the chance to just pack a bag, go see the world, go play for a team that's in a different country, and just find out about yourself somewhere else? Hi, you go. Hi, I go. I mean, because I left my home like very young. I was 17, 18, you know, in that period for me, it was very, very difficult, you know, going to the other city, other country, meeting some players. I, I was crying a lot, you know, but year by year, I get, you know, stronger and I would not, not change anything that happened in the past because really uh, volleyball give me so much because probably if I'm not a volleyball player, I will not have this chance to travel so much, to also get to see other cultures, you know, also to change myself in a way of mm -hmm. the thinking, to meet some good friends that I have now, thanks to the volleyball. So this this way for me was good, you know. Also, it can be that volleyball, it's, it's a difficult, it's not an easy thing. People, they like to say, oh, it's okay, you just hit the ball, you just you play this but you, you you love this of course we like we love but so no sometimes we have these days when it's not so easy to go every day you know push yourself mm -hmm. the things are not going well so you know mm -hmm. but in the general i, I like that i became this so I, i'm not regretting you should present you should present this to the young kids you know to see this you know your wonderful well, speech well, <laughs> 
it's true because in the younger generation it's true i'm joking now a little bit expect to to play in the best teams they they think they are the best from 20 they think just coming on the court it's enough and actually the hard work is then they need, they need to put you know every day every day mm. constantly and even when you have a success even that you have to work even more so it's like that's true i think generations now are a little bit different you know they want some big things to achieve over the night and that's not possible you know you have you need time to work for it it's not instant and everything it's today is in- like instant and it's not instant and it's not instagram <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. It is neither of those things. And well, would you would you agree with what Branchy said then, Tiana? Would you say that you know moving to different countries and meeting different people that sort of made you not just into a, a great player, but a kind of more rounded person as well? Totally, I totally agree. And I think also this helped so much our national team, you know, because every player from our national team they went out, you know, very young to play. So you play. <clears throat> with uh, so many you know the players from the other countries you play against and then you know the you know their way of the game their way of thinking and everything so when you come to play against them when you're a national team it's easier you know to adapt you know what you can expect and this actually helped us a lot you know i think my opinion i think your (laughs) records speak for themselves you know you put your medals on the table it's uh it's pretty impressive, isn't it, with the national team, but also with your with your with your club achievements too. Uh, right then, you're outside in the cold. I think that is a, a lovely place to end it. Thank you so much for chatting to me. You have cheered me up so much. It's been so lovely to like get the energy from your friendship. I can't wait till this is all over <laughs> and we can go back to doing what we love to do, and uh, hopefully we'll get to catch up soon enough. Um, thank you so much. Stay safe, stay Thank home. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for Bye. having us. It was great. Hey, it was ciao. my pleasure. Ciao, 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 ciao. And that was Unscripted with Tiana and Branchi. Uh, amazing friends. And I feel as though we only scratched the surface with the stories because I think they have got lots to tell us. And if we could put the podcast out after the watershed, I wonder how far we could have gone with it. Um, Key. I'm sure you've made loads of great friends through this amazing sport over the years. What was your first impression of their friendship? Yeah, I, I it's actually funny you say that because I think I could see, I, I've seen friendships like this and I've had friendships like this and I'm so glad that you got them on together because I think they really sort of pushed and pulled and they got the best out of each other and they even brought up embarrassing moments of each other. You, you never would have gotten that kind of stuff if it was, if it was just one or the other. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, it was really nice to see and really, really good vibes from both of them. How was it doing two people, Dave? Because you've done two before with the Gadettis, obviously, but they're in the same place. Yeah. How was it doing two in different places? Well, I, as I said, I really enjoyed it just because even though they were in like different countries, so so three people in three different countries, and even though they speak fairly regularly, whether it's texting or on the phone or in person or whatever. I could just tell that they were really happy to be in each other's company and it was really nice and I just got I just got so much from that. I mean we've spoken about it before. Sometimes I'll end these calls and I'll just feel great and I felt mm. really great after that. Um I mean it did it did have its challenges. So uh Tiana was on a proper lockdown at the time, so she disappeared at some point and I think we we touched on it 
um, it was because the police had called her. She was <laughs> using Zoom on her phone, but but the police were genuinely calling to to make sure that she was at home, which is, you know, good uh, to to check in that she's that she's safe and sound. But she probably just told them she was playing Mrs. and Mrs. with an English guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they 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 were awesome, and it's. I think my favourite thing about Unscripted has been getting to know the people off the court. Because, you know, everyone we've spoken to, you watch them when they step over that white line and they're, they're all amazing. They're all incredible athletes, but there's some, some really awesome people behind the athletes as well. And those two are definitely in that bracket. And this is what's so cool about exactly, like you say, you get to see that, which you don't get to see normally as a fan. Because this is what I see and this is what I think of when I think of high-level volleyball players. I'm thinking of the girls that I've played with that I know on Mm. this kind of level, you know, just being dorks, just sort of like, (laughs) you know, throwing food at each other at the the dining room table or just, you know, getting really excited about having a room that's slightly bigger than their teammate. And I mean, we we had a joke on our team this year that there was one couple, one roommate that always got the bigger rooms and they would always say, oh, we got privilege privilege (laughs) what does that even mean i don't know but now it's an inside joke you know and you just think those are the kind of yeah i don't know the things you don't see that go on behind closed doors and that's what unscripted is bringing to the Mm. people so it's nice yeah um tiana and she played it down a little bit but she'd out of a heck of a few months as well in terms of being stuck in a hotel in a foreign country what an experience that must have been that was actually when I first had contact with her because I was aware she was over there and wondered mm-hmm. how she was and stuff. Um, and I thought she'd be a good unscripted guest. So I yeah, kind of brought that up at one point. And she said, well, I'm currently in a hotel and I can't leave and I don't know when I'm flying home. Um, and we thought about doing the unscripted there, but the internet wasn't so good. And, and she mm-hmm. said she'd rather focus on kind of getting home and getting settled and then she can be more herself, which is obviously fine. Um, so then she got home and stuff, and, and I just said casually, how about getting um, Branchy, is that correct, Dave? <laughs> Branchy, on, and we could look back a bit at the European Championships 2017, and, and yeah, I'm pleased it worked mm. out. Hmm. Yeah, but, well, not as, not as pleased as me, mate. It was it was absolutely lovely. Um, interesting that, obviously, they're, they're great mates, but they seem to be at very different points of their playing careers as well and Tiana taking that let's say indefinite break from the national team I wonder whether we might see her maybe pick that back up again with the Olympic delay she was quite coy on that um that's that's a big decision isn't it based on the success she's had playing for Serbia and the quality of that team for her to to make the decision that that you know she needs more time that's that's a really brave decision to make, I think, Key. Yeah, well, I think she was so honest about it that it's mm. probably been a huge part of her life for so many years and she might have just been realising in the last couple of years it's starting to be time to move on and she sees that there are amazing players that are coming in through the ranks that are, you know, she's like she said, she's not leaving the Serbian national team with nothing, with no one, with like scraping the barrel. They've got a pretty strong bench. So, yeah, it's probably a really tough decision for her. But I think if she's going to make it, she's got to make it on her terms, like we say every podcast. (laughs) So important. So important. Uh, Matt, can you can you imagine ever coming to the point where you'd be like, no, not playing for England anymore? 
No, I don't think I would. I don't think. I mean, I'd never been in that situation clearly. <laughs> um, and what I do think, you mean by never? How, how you would never retire? No, I don't think I would ever declare myself retired. But I'm I'm a never say never kind of guy. Like mm-hmm. there could always be a scenario. I mean, let's say I'm a goalkeeper and I, and I retire, but then two goalkeepers get injured. I would feel embarrassed coming out of retirement. I'd rather just be say, look, I'm always available if you need me, if the situation's right, because as I say regularly, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. So I would never say never. But if it helps some, some people kind of move on with their thought process by saying, okay, I, I, I retire, mm. if that helps them, no problem. I mean, just different people yeah. approaching, isn't it? One thing, one thing that is clear, though, is the fans still absolutely love tiana <laughs> if you go on any of the 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 instagram posts that either she puts up or um that the cv have put up about the the unscripted or whatever particularly there was i mean she was it was indonesia she was in for that short season they are desperate to have her back they just they just love her mm. but you can see that because again it's the it's the play around the person isn't it you arrive your performances are absolutely amazing and they realize that they've just got this amazing off the court I mean, assets the wrong word, but just this brilliant person. I, I suppose she sort of draws them all in, right? Uh, if you want to watch Tiana, she, obviously she was Indonesia, um, a league I'm not familiar with, so I did look into it a bit. She was playing for PGN Popsivo Polwan. That was the name of her club. And all the matches are on YouTube. And it's, it's interesting, interesting to look at. Nice. I can see the appeal of going somewhere like Indonesia as well. I think that'd be a pretty cool place to go and play. I, I'd love it. I would love it. <laughs> so Tiana, spending that time in Indonesia, that seems like quite a cool place to go and play. Yeah. I'd well, love it. I have some friends who've played in that part of the world, not Indonesia, but in the Philippines, and they've said that it's it can be difficult because the standard of living is a little bit lower than you'd expect in Europe, per se, per, okay. for example. Okay. But the club looked after her really well, Dave, didn't she? I can remember her even talking about it before we started. Yeah, I w- and I wonder if she'll go back. And also, they've got a shorter season as well. So if you are at the stage of your career where she's at, where you're looking to look after your body, sort of manage your injuries perhaps mm. a little bit more, and again, just, just experience a different lifestyle in a different part of the world, that's a, that's a good opportunity she's grabbed hold of. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, uh, Speaking of the seasons, I mean when we spoke to Jordan, Matt, and she was talking about this six-week season of that new USA League. I mean, six-week season key, is that, that is that too short? That sounds bizarre. I have to say that the US has been trying to put on a pro season for as long as... They've been talking about it for a, a long time. But that that sounds bizarre. That sounds like it doesn't even sound like a season. She said there's going to be some rotations, the teams are going to change, yeah. there's going to be a raffle or a drawing of of players. I don't I don't know about that. I'm fascinated by it. I, I will be keeping a, a, a very, very keen eye indeed. Anyway, Although, let's having have said a chat. that, oh. I found out recently that Guidetti went over to the US. It must have been many, many years ago. Oh, I thought there was going to be uh. some gossip. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. He'd been over there for some discussions. He went over or there the first time that the US tried to put a professional league together, and he went over there to coach. You guys listening won't have seen this because um, obviously this is, we're, we're just putting this out as audio, but we record the video on Zoom so we can all see each other. When Key said Gudetti had gone to <laughs> to the USA, Matt and, Matt and my ears went up like dogs. <laughs> I, 
I thought there was some inside info coming out there, Dave. No, I was just watching um, something on YouTube. I went down a YouTube rabbit hole and Guidetti interview came up and he was talking about his life. And I don't know when it was. It was probably at least 10 years ago. Just a reminder to all of you, if you are new to the Unscripted series, we do have an exclusive with the Gudetti. So head on over to the CEV's YouTube and Instagram TV and enjoy those thoroughly, as well as further in-depth discussion with Key Michael and Matt Rogers as part of the Ace Space Unscripted podcast series. (sighs) (laughs) That sounded very professional. (laughs) So we've had a chat about Tiana. What about Branchi then? Because... It's hard to think of her as the sort of little sister in the relationship because she's such a mega star. Yep, yep, powerhouse and yeah. a player I love to watch. Love to love mm. to watch her. Um, and a real points machine. I mean, she she is a real talent and she's been key to Serbian success. One of our next round of co-hosts on the main podcast is Milena Rasic. One of the podcast episodes is about Serbian domination because for three years they were effectively undefeated. Um, in mm. major international tournaments with the two European Championships and the World Championships. So, yeah, big, big star for them. What a team, though. Yeah. Like, just, just staggering levels of talent. And you'll know this, Key, winning's a habit as well, isn't it? Once you once you get a roll on, have you ever been part of a team where you just felt like there's no way we can lose today? Oh, you're bringing up some hard memories. <laughs> should be nice last, memories. Last year... I played for Malouse in France and we were at the mm-hmm. top of the league from day one. And I think we, uh, we, we went undefeated for s- many games in a row. We were one, first the whole league mm. and then the, the final of the Coupe de France, the cup, came, ar- came around and we had it at home and we were expected to win. And of course, we lost in the semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> and then the playoffs come around and we we're expected to win because we're first. So we're playing against eighth because that's mm. how the ladder works. And of course, we lost away. Don't worry. Next game's at home. We've got them, no problem. And we lost again. <laughs> so I don't know that being... Uh, I, I, you can get into a rhythm of winning, but I wouldn't say that anything's guaranteed, even if you are in the, in the, in the best position to win. So saying you had the home draws and whatever, you don't believe in lucky charms and lucky places then? I don't like they do <laughs> they, that was very cool they they talked about japan being lucky for the for the serbian mm. national team so i guess if they believe that then that can be true manifestation yeah i i do love sporting narratives and that would be a lovely narrative wouldn't it like i'm mm. not necessarily saying it would be the end point if they got an olympic medal there but it would certainly be uh, a bookend, wouldn't it? A, a start and a finish of a, certainly a chapter and, in, and an incredible period in Serbian women's volleyball if they could if they could do well in a Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. Can we talk okay. about the misses and misses? Because that was going to you know obviously simply the best was what normally happens and, and we talked about mm-hmm. how we could make it slightly different um, and we learnt a few things about them there, didn't we? <laughs> What in particular did you uh, did you take from that? Well, I mean, uh, we learned who who was the worst driver, and the thing <laughs> I love, in in their opinion, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. But the main thing I took from it is they both think they're the best dancer, and I just wondered out of you two who you think would be the best dancer. Just seeing them move Key, on a volleyball abs- court. 
absolutely no, key. No, 100%. Out, of those out of us two, out of me and you. Oh, Dave? out of those two. Oh, sorry. So out, of those, oh, out, of, out of those two, you've seen them both on the court. Who do you think would be the better dancer? I think it depends on the music. Well, that's a musician's answer, isn't it? Well, no, no. I, I think, um, I, I think Tiana would be a slightly more fluid mover, but I think Branchi would dance all night. I think they would both dance all night. I think it's in the yeah. Serbian culture to just party all night long. So after, I have one teammate the... here in France this season who was saying it was so boring here this year. You know, we all got along. <laughs> we we all had you know we all had we were all friends. Mm. But she said oh, the south of France is so boring. <laughs> that was like <laughs> I found it so peaceful. Completely different outlook on it. Maybe we're at different stages in our career, but I was more than happy to stay at home, and she wanted to party all night. Yeah. Is, is she younger key i can imagine she's slightly younger she's yeah well everyone was younger her. yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm. actually no that's not true there were three three grandmas on this team that we were tied for age okay okay else was... um so after the 2017 european championship victory i was actually in the same hotel as them that night and i can confirm uh-huh. they did it started slow and casual but then mm-hmm. yeah it went it went a bit wild <laughs> went all but, night long uh, yeah. You'd want that, wouldn't you? The European champions. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, if there's if there's ever an excuse to party. Those are the stories we want though. I I do want to do um unscripted after dark where we really find out we do, I think we should <laughs> we shouldn't we shouldn't Yeah <laughs> We shouldn't record it like this. We should do it as a live show where it's like no no camera phones, no microphones, no recording. If you're lucky enough to get a ticket, you are there and you just <laughs> All of the stories are out in the ether, but they're not on record. I think that's where uh, that's where the money is. <laughs> Talking of grandmas, though, Key, what was interesting was their perspective on how the next generation want overnight success. I found yeah. that quite interesting mm. because I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that even in my own kids. Everything's on demand. It's on tap. You know, it's not a case of what's on TV. It's I can choose what's on TV. It's not a case of which toy because they've got enough toys. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can certainly see that as a, a generational issue. Do you see that in some players? You don't need to name any names, but do you see that in some <laughs> players you've played with? Gossip, gossip, gossip. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I think, you, yeah, it's spot on. That's just sort of a generational thing. And it's I've heard it from other players, too, that you know are, in, are the senior members of their squad. And it just, I think it's just a natural... It's not to say that younger players aren't hardworking, because sometimes they're more hardworking than than the older crew but we all want everything now and we all want everything easy mm. and quick success so even more so now that there's instagram and there's do you know what i blame i blame the internet for this that's a, what a grandpa would say i blame the internet without the internet i probably wouldn't have a job yeah but i blame the internet because everything has become on demand mm. every everything is mm. at the touch of a, a button on your phone it's the same as knowledge is not key anymore intelligence is not judged by knowledge these days it's judged by basically by how you can assess and um even search how you can find things how you process things that is like modern day intelligence isn't it because the knowledge bit is in the phone the yeah. human touch is the the creativity the manipulation of that knowledge the utilization that's the bit that is now seeming to be the the what what makes someone intelligent mm. I think it's I think it's interesting going back to the um, Gudetti's episode actually, where where Baha talked about essentially leaving home as a teenager to move to Istanbul in the hope of becoming 
a professional volleyball player and I, I maybe I'm talking a little bit out of line here but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily seem like there would be that struggle anymore so I know we we sometimes reference reference football here Matt and it's but it's it's a direct comparison here whereas you've got players who are sort of legends of the game now in the UK like Ryan Giggs for example who's only in his early 40s but he was probably the last of a generation of players who was an apprentice who'd have cleaned the boots of all the senior players and perhaps the younger players now in all sports don't have to serve the same apprenticeship as they would have mm. gen- uh, just one generation ago really yeah. and the same that was very that was very rampant in college as well it was very seniority was a thing you come in as a freshman and you are labeled a freshman and then you work your way up to sophomore and to junior and senior and once you get to senior you don't have to carry the bags you don't have to carry the medicine bag you don't have to show up early but i think in in pro sport because everyone comes from a different level once you get on the team it doesn't matter what your age is or really your experience Mm. there's no rookie it's just Mm. we're all on a team so i think you lose that that a little bit is that the same off the court as well i'd expect it to be the same on the court because your points and your blocks and your serves count the same whether you're 15 years old or 40 years old in the first team there's no handicap system but Mm. when you're when you're sort of traveling to games or when you're in the practice gym or anything like that is is there a hierarchy not really i mean mostly there'll be a a rotation of who has responsibilities so let's say you have we have to carry the medicine bag Mm. we this year for example we went by number jersey number so the first second third um, i was 15th so i was last so that was great (laughs) had the season finished by then or (laughs) yeah Yeah, Um, or setting up the net, same thing. You just sort of rotate the responsibility throughout the team. So when you sign for your next club, are you just going to look at whose squad number's <laughs> what and just make sure you're one one higher than the Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be number 999 jersey number. <laughs> You'll never get to we're, me. We're not really young players, Key, but are there like initiations in volleyball clubs? Like when you go to a new team, do you have to ever do like a mm. sing a song or... No, I haven't, in I haven't seen initiation since college. Oh, we should have an initiation. What was your college initiation? What was your college oh, initiation? Better question. What was your college initiation? I, I don't remember what mine was, but I do remember going on a recruiting trip one year. Um, okay. To uh, Should I name the school? I don't know. It was Georgetown University. It. Doesn't matter. Okay. And the girls, I went on, the, it was their um, initiation weekend. Okay. okay. And all of the girls had to wrap their entire body in tape in athletic tape so they weren't wearing any clothes they were just wearing athletic tape over their whole body and the whole purpose was they had to go out and get signatures all over their body throughout the night from just random strangers or people but this wasn't you you didn't do this i was not involved in it i was just an observer i was a high school kid at the time and i remember thinking wow i remember thinking college was going to be uh was going to be a shock what was yours matt well, I have we mentioned the university we went to, Dave? Because I, I don't think I should if I reveal my initiation. <laughs> this is for a university, and there was an athletics track, and there was quite a famous oh, yeah. thing of running around it naked. Yeah, um, but you had to do a full lap. Yeah, full lap naked, um, which I cannot confirm nor deny if I did or not. <laughs> mm. um, did everyone but, have to do it? Was it as was it a volleyball initiation thing, or was it just well, that was that was or? more like the end of night initiation. The early evening initiation involved um, running and and drinking essentially. Run down something, run down something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. uh, you know, 
wasn't I don't want to say it wasn't hard because it was but it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> too bad as initiations go yeah ours was ours was pretty tame it was the centurion but nobody was forced to drink alcohol if they didn't want to so you could use the liquid of your choice and on the minute every minute for a hundred minutes mm-hmm. you had to take a complete shot of whatever what, what did you choose dave i um i didn't drink alcohol at the time so i did it with full fat milk i was thinking oh, this. oh it was one <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes of my life if you if you've listened to this and you think that you might like to choose to do the centurion do you know it's a really nice bonding exercise because you all do it around the table and you're just all there and it's an opportunity to chat and meet people and get to know people um but do it with something carbonated <laughs> today's like top if, tip whether, yeah top top tip if you want if you did it with sparkling water or beer or or a, a cola of some description like do it with anything as long as it's got bubbles in because if you use milk you can't burp and it's horrendous oh. <laughs> absolutely yeah horrendous um anyway back to the internet i do think the i do think the internet helps when players do go away though so like we talked about baja leaving home leaving home now Mm -hmm. with the internet and the ability to have video calls whenever you like with your loved ones family friends i do think that would be easier now i look back and think yeah that that is brave before the internet you know oh god yeah yeah yeah. and this podcast or this video i was watching of guidetti talking about his life is that they they used to all just go to one room. There was one computer and all the internationals would go into that room and wait their turn to get on the computer with their family. Yeah. Doesn't that, that sound, sound like so that would sound ago? so crazy. I mean, when I when I went to university, God, this is just takes it's a right trip down memory lane, but not not everybody had a computer and certainly very few people had a laptop. Yeah. And the idea the idea of us three sitting in three different parts of the world having a conversation face to face would just blow my mind certainly. Mm. And then the fact that we could package it up and volleyball fans around the world could listen to it and get in a, a bit of conversation around two of the best players who are currently playing the game. It's 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 staggering. Among so, other yes. things. <laughs> Among, among, yeah, among other things. Sorry, we among should have kept things. it more to volleyball. Well, yeah, we've really well, gone off you know. topic on this one. Yeah. <laughs> back, back to volleyball. Branchy was quite honest about how she felt leaving home, didn't she? And, and spending that time away. And she talked about crying and, and having to deal mm-hmm. emotionally with the, the fact that she was in a different place um, from her loved ones. It's a massive thing, though, isn't it? I mean, Brit Herbots she talks about how important it was for her and she's still super young like still in her in her very early 20s and she's she's just taken it in her stride and she talks about how important it was for her to pack a bag and and leave her home country and 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 learn and grow and be better and all of the players will be thinking that but it's such a tough thing for for a young person to do particularly when it's your career as well i mean if you because if you don't like it you you're almost shutting the door on a dream yeah and that's the thing it's really it can be a gamble because some clubs are mm. really professional and they take care of you like tiana said in indonesia but if you're a first year player coming from not such a high level you kind of it's kind of a crapshoot and you might get put in a mm. horrible dingy apartment with a horrible roommate you might be sharing cars you might be living in the middle of nowhere and 
as you say, it can be very difficult emotionally, psychologically. Have you ever had any sort of young players that have struggled with it, Key, in teams that you've been a part of that you've kind of had to put an arm around and bring them through? Well, I've I've run into it. And I, I, as I say, I think everyone has their moments. Everyone has struggles with it. Mm. But not everyone's open with it. I, I, I would say, for example, I had a teammate this season that she was at the very end of the season. She was open about how she had struggled and she hadn't told anyone about it. So she'd be you know, putting on a smile, coming to training and then get home, close the door and be crying to herself or to her family on the phone. And that's it's so sad to hear. But we all put on a sort of a front because we want to seem like we've got it all together. But it's totally normal for people of all ages and probably all professions to have this mm. kind of self-doubt and this this stress and yeah difficult emotional moments uh matt key it has been so good to chat to you as always i really really love these we have such a good time and hopefully that comes across to you guys listening as well and you have a good time um listening to us maybe we should do uh, an uncut podcast one day and put out all the bits that don't make it uh, to the <laughs> no, final no, edit no no no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, we love to hear from you. The hashtag to use is Let Volleyball Talk. Key, when do the podcasts come out? The podcast comes out on Mondays for the A Space, and this fantastic conversation will come out on Fridays. <laughs> yes, it will. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Pleasure as always. But until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.